0: Is Alexander.
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper 24-Minute Recap, Episode 6. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe on all platforms, YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course to follow us on social media at Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod. So for today's episode, we are joined by our first guest. As we remember, I I said on my uh, initial announcement video that if you are a friend of mine and want to get on a podcast, come watch a game with me. And tonight, I have a good, my good friend, a resident Laker fan, but an L.A. fan above all, Jordan. Welcome to Dime Dropper for the first 24-minute recap guest.
0: Thanks for having me, Darian. I'm glad to be a part of it. i been watching you go crazy lately, so. Uh,
1: Really? Yeah. Well, with, with the Mavs recap? With the live, and. Oh, I feel it, like And like, with your passion for basketball. Going crazy like that? Yeah. So, let's. Um, get into the Clipper game that we just saw. Clippers winning the game, ultimately, 124-101. Yeah. to 101, Bouncing back from the 50-point drubbing of the Mavs.
0: Necessary recovery. Very necessary. <laughs> Very necessary.
1: Yeah. What did you think of the start? We started out, it was 16-7. to 7. I was like, oh my god, here we go again. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a repeat. I was hoping that it wouldn't, but um,
0: they seemed to pull it together. I mean, they held their own for the first. We had... You know, some standout players. I liked Canard in the beginning. He started off a little uh, shaky, but definitely picked it up, uh, back up and recovered well. And um, they started playing more methodically towards the middle of the first, which was which was good to see because that kind of set the tone for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, we definitely started out shaky, especially uh, George Paul or Rated G. He was looking like Rated G. Yeah, they George started becoming Paul. PG as the game went on. But the real tone setter for me, in the beginning, we were a little bit frantic. That yeah, was just, playing very, too, yeah. too eagerly, I think. Yeah, I think, Alaska. you know, Yeah, Ibaka took a quick rush three. Beverly got beat the first second of the game off the ball. But then, you know, who really changed the game for me was um, Sweet Lou. Mm. Lou Will, this is his first real vintage Lou Will performance tonight. Came off and completely, yeah, fully in his bag, going left, hitting those jumpers that he's so good at, getting in the pick and roll. And he completely changed the game. And, you know, Lou and Trez, who needs Lou and Trez when you got Lou and Zu? Yeah, literally. The
0: Z- Zubak was a great sub, and then, obviously, they complement each other's styles really well. So, it yeah. was nice to see them just go off.
1: I know. That second quarter, we completely blew the game open. Terrence, man, I've been saying it for how many weeks now, guys, or how long, how many months that I want him to play more minutes than Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson actually didn't even have that horrible of a game tonight.
0: Yeah, go- Terrence, man, completely surprised me, honestly. Uh, this is my first time really seeing him play like that in full. And... Uh, Yeah, he was
1: great. Yeah, T-man, you know, good hustle, good defense. Had a really nice pass, looking like Terrence Magic Johnson for one bit with that little no look. Yeah, yeah, that was 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 beautiful. To Kennard, who I thought had a really good game. He's gaining in confidence. He passed up a lot of good shots in the first couple games, but then he, you know, he hit a couple threes tonight and just was letting it fly, getting in the pick and roll, and the Wolves were playing right into our hands. It was almost too easy. They I were know, just, especially
0: in the second half of the game, man. they just kind of mentally gave up. It seems.
1: And you know, that, we've been seeing so many blowouts lately with with the NBA so far this season. It's just yeah, these it's really teams, weird. and they just keep chucking away, chucking away, playing into our hands, taking quick shots, not even having yeah. real possessions. It's like without Carl Anthony Towns, I feel like they've lost their belief that they can even really win games. It's just yeah, sad. it's a
0: disconnected team. I mean, you have bits and pieces, but it doesn't seem like they're they're you know melding together that they, well.
1: They were two and zero in the beginning of the season. Their their main man goes down, and then you know that's what happens, but. Paul George grew into the game. Ibaka was finishing really well. It's really our rim protection that was a, it's just a huge difference from last season. Having Ibaka who got a couple blocks. Let's go to the stats right now. Might can pull it up. Paul George play. with 18, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Kennard with 15. Yeah, Paul rebounds, George really stepped assists.
0: up in the second half.
1: Lou Williams the way with 20. So yeah, I mean a fairly all-around performance. Very all-around performance.
0: Yeah, no, a good team effort. I mean, they, like we said, they started playing methodically and just stopped going too too wild. And yeah. Once they did, it was just like, okay, well then. Patrick Beverly's going.
1: Patrick Beverly, we got we can't forget about too. Was hitting his threes, going back to actually being a real basketball player, not running around, just committing fouls. He was yeah. really splashing tonight, and the Clippers just had the right energy. Nicholas Batum again, another really solid night, just doing all the little things. You know, just having his basketball IQ. He's somebody that can, I'm starting to rely on to just make sure he's not doing dumb things on defense or yeah, he's a vet. making I mean, the right passes and just not taking dumb shots so clippers win big good win nothing too much to be high on in terms of what it means it's yeah. a good bounce back gets us going back in the right direction but those timberwolves made it too easy
0: yeah the clippers had a fire under their ass just, but yeah the clip the wolves just stopped trying at yeah. a certain point it was weird to see
1: so jordan thanks for joining us for this one um of we'll have you back in for the chat once we uh Wrap up. Wrap up. Head out. But um, let's move on to the Celtics. Who here? Now we can get a little more up close and personal. Now. Apol- apologies if you're listening to this via Spotify and Apple Podcasts, because I'm just trying to make it uh, good for the live guys here. But so the Celtics. That was actually a really good game. A game I really enjoyed. Sorry for the uh, any Wizards fans or um, Suns fans, or Warriors who played today. I didn't, I'm didn't. i going to get to watch those games at night. Just didn't get the time. Chose the Celtics because I missed their last game, and it was a really entertaining game. Uh, Celtics fans wanted to see more Jalen and, and Tatum being aggressive in the pick and roll, and or just being aggressive, getting different kinds of looks. And they started out really well. Jalen Brown coming off, and he's really improved. It's time to start acknowledging how much better Jalen... Oh, wait. He's gone now. How much better Jalen Brown has really gotten. He's getting into those mid-range areas. Not only pulling mid-ranges, pulling floaters. Just making the right reads. Knowing when to go up strong against the big. Knowing when to pull a floater. Knowing when to pull a mid-range. And he's improved so much. But... The Indiana Pacers were doing a good job of, in the beginning, forcing some turnovers on Tatum, preventing him from going sideline, trapping him on pick and rolls, and it was just part of their game plan, I guess. Sabonis was cutting off that sideline really well, letting Tatum just hit his chest and lose the ball, and Indiana was splashing from three, and it was mostly just pick and roll, penetration, kick. Everyone was hitting, whether it was Miles Turner, who was just seemingly hitting everything, Uh, Sabonis, who... Eastern Conference Player of the Week and well-deserved. DeMontis Sabonis is really starting to put himself in a different conversation this season as, you know, we got to start looking at him as maybe one of the top 20 players in the NBA. He is aggressive and, you know, he can hit from from mid-range, he can hit from the outside. Malcolm Brogdon, really smart player. Victor Oladipo looked really good tonight. And the Pacers just kind of increased their lead as the Celtics had a second unit and this is the thing about the Celtics second unit is it's a very young second unit this year. You got guys like Peyton Pritchard, Javante uh, Green, Rob Williams, Grant Williams. You know, without Kemba, they're playing with that lineup and like one of Tatum or Jalen, and it was easy. It's easy for guys to get a little bit lost on defense or not. You know, they're getting used to the NBA still. This Pacers team, who I underestimated, and get, guys, I'm gonna take a full L on this one. I, I did have the Wizards over the Pacers in my preseason preview and that's looking like it's going to be way off. That was a little bit of just like Russ and Beal, like favoritism in a way. But as the game went on, the the Pacers, it looked like the third quarter Celtics we'd seen so far this season collapsing in the third quarter, turning the ball over. Uh, Tice was getting outplayed big time. This was the worst game I remember seeing from Daniel Tice. They were really attacking him in pick and roll and he was just, you know, he's a smaller guy, but he does have relative, like I've seen him have some nice pins on guys before. He's a he can get up for it for what he looks like, but he got some really nice blocks and or no, he didn't get some nice blocks. He was getting picked on actually defensively in that pick and roll and the Pacers were kind of getting whatever they wanted and Miles Turner was able to hit he was not able to hit. And Tristan Thompson I thought was pretty solid with the double-double, but then when the Celtics went down 17, everything changed when they went to the second unit of I think it was Jeff Teague who was poor in the first half but was a little better in the second half. It was Jeff Teague, Peyton Pritchard, uh, Time Lord Rob Williams, Jason Tatum, and I forget who the other guy was. I think it may have been Jalen. But Peyton Pritchard was really the spark. And we know that what Peyton's capable of here at Dime Dropper because of our connections with the Oregon basketball team. And Peyton Pritchard is showing that he belongs in the NBA No doubt about it. He was killing it in the pick and roll, playmaking for his teammates, finding Rob Williams, the Time Lord, on the roll, finding him for lobs, kicking it out to shooters, just getting guys involved, and also being able to take the big man off the dribble when they drop. He took Sabonis off the dribble several times, got that and one. That had me fired up even. Peyton Pritchard making a huge impact, and honestly, the play of the game, rest in peace, Tommy Heinsohn. This was my first time watching a Celtics game, uh, Celtics broadcast, Uh, Since he passed away with Mike Gorman and not having Tommy Heinsohn, but I know he would have been loving the steal that Peyton Pritchard got from behind, which led to a Marcus Smart three and Marcus Smart was really solid from three tonight. The Celtics ended up closing it out. And I think my player of the game, even though Peyton Pritchard was really good, is going to have to be Jason Tatum, even though Jalen Brown had another really solid game. With I think it was 22 points, but Jason Tatum, I had no complaints about his shot selection tonight. He was so good at getting into that, what do we say, that mid-range area. We said he was settling for threes too much and just you know neglecting to take that shot. He only shot three threes tonight. He was 9 of 17 from the field, 27 points, 11 boards, four assists, and three steals. Jason Tatum was getting into those mid-range areas, getting into the key, hitting floaters, hitting little mid-ranges. Mostly his floater game, though, which was really on point tonight. He was my player of the game. Marcus Smart, 3 of 10 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Solid game for him, 17 points. But Tatum and the Celtics still a little bit lacking on defense. They were a little slow in the first half. Yet again, I know it was a back-to-back, but it it was for them as well. Jalen Brown, 20 points. But Peyton Pritchard, 10 points, 5 assists, 5 boards. I mean, he was fantastic. So the Celtics getting a much-needed win. Huge comeback down from 17 to go 2-2. But, honestly, that's all we got today for the Spotify and Apple Podcast version. I apologize for, you know, I did advertise this as 24-minute recaps, but sometimes we just don't have the games. I just I guess I'll set that as a barometer, as the maximum I can go to. But, um, yeah, hopefully the next one, the next episode I have, I'll have a lot more on other teams because of the three games tonight, and there'll be more games tomorrow. So, I'll be back tomorrow after the Clipper Blazers game, and... I will have stuff on the games from tonight as well. Until then, see you later. We go on to the live Q&A with the YouTube subscribers. Peace.